Get ready for highly caffeinated marketing perspective on the Java with Joe show. Here's your host, Joe Chandler. All right. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Java with Joe. We're here today coming at you with uh, Dean Lindsay. Dean is um, a good friend of mine, and um, I think you're going to learn a lot from him. So I'm going to give you a little bit of background about Dean. Uh, Dean is a powerful keynote speaker with a humorous and engaging approach. That is an understatement. And he who has been hailed as America's progress agent. He has several books, that, um, including Big Fat Goals and Progress Agent Handbook for Influence. There you go. So, Dean, welcome to my show. Hey, thanks for having me on, Joe. Uh, this is awesome, man. So, dude, I've been trying to get you on for a while. I'm, I know we had a couple of uh, conflicts with the scheduling, but I'm, I think this is yeah. a real cool and great place to do it, too. Yeah, so. this is pretty cool, this trade go group. I haven't been here before. That's right. Well, I have a, 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 a kind of a comedy corporate vaudeville duo, and we actually do our show here. Uh, it's called The Business Casuals, along with Melanie Murphy. Oh, okay. Uh, the fourth Wednesday of every month. So I know this, I know this space. Nice. And um, if you ever get a chance, you need to come out and check the trade show group out. They're Absolutely. Cool. World class. Uh, neat, neat, neat stuff. Yeah. So what's your favorite cup of coffee? That's what I ask everybody. So what is your favorite cup of coffee? It is just nice quality coffee, like a Gavali or something like that with a little bit of, you know, 2% milk. I'm not a, I don't do, <laughs> I don't have a Starbucks thing and a half this and a little bit of that type of thing. Yeah. Just uh, try almond milk every once in a while. I have tried almond milk in there. That's good too, but no, I don't. Uh, I usually go with whatever uh, brand is uh, my wife gets. But I think that we're normally going with Gavalia, and I don't go and order coffee. I don't. No, I don't, I've never been in a drive-through coffee place. Oh well, I do it off the app. So that makes I, I, <laughs> I knew you, I knew that uh, that was one of the things. But yeah, I, I don't do a whole lot of a, mm-hmm. a whole lot of coffee. So for our audience, tell us about you. What does Dean do? What is it about Dean? That's an interesting question that you say. I would say I fiddle forward. That's what I. That's what I do. <laughs> I fiddle forward. Um, professionally, I get the opportunity to uh, help organizations progress in a world of change, right. and I do that through the through the books that I've written and the workshops that I do and the uh, keynote speeches uh, that I do. Um, from a passionate standpoint, uh, uh, had a music background and got back into music uh, about a, about three years ago and put out a, a CD of original uh, songs. But that's not you know the the money making enterprise. Right. Uh, but I spend most of my time with my wife and my two uh, daughters, trying to you know go on cool little adventures and you know see stuff and do stuff. Cool. And so when I like your music, I've listened to your Did CD. You listen to it. Thanks. It's very good. It's very very nice. So. Tell us a little bit about that, just so we're here. Tell us just a little bit about your music. Um, it was a neat project to do. It was something that I thought was kind of uh, something that was kind of called called to do. I did feel, I feel very good about. It's the third CD of music that I've done, and both the other two CDs, I go back and listen to them. Like ah, I would have changed this. I would have changed that. So I knew on this project, I wanted to make sure that I did it exactly how how I wanted to, and I wasn't under a time constraint because nobody was like expecting it, and it right. wasn't like we we're going to go out and tour. This was just a, a body of work that I wanted to get out there. Um, they're also hope driven songs. They're songs that, that I think lyrically are strong, that they're helpful. Uh-huh. You know, if they weren't, I probably wouldn't, wouldn't mess with them. Um, uh, they've opened up some neat doors and, uh, some neat, uh, uh, opportunities or the, 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 the songs have been of service in interesting, uh, uh-huh. ways. Um, the title track long breath in was placed in a, 
uh, short film that ended up winning the um, uh, short film category of the Christian Worldwide Film Festival in Nashville oh, cool. uh, last month. So, um, you know, that was a neat, neat thing. And it wasn't just in the movie. It was a major, you know, part of the of that uh, production type of thing. So that's a neat thing. But again, that's just it's really a um, I don't, people say a labor of love. But as I was fiddling forward, that was the next thing that I that I had to right. do. Um, so I'm not sure what more I'll do musically because there's plenty of people who hadn't heard that yet. Right. <laughs> That's so right. I got plenty of marketing to do in reference to if I, you know, as I, as I do. So, so thanks when, for asking about it. Yeah. So when, uh, now has, has that ever led to you being able to get some of your speaking engagements? It has not led to speaking engagements. It has led to relationships that led to, okay. um, uh, it led to, people that led to speaking engagements and then it's opened up some you know things have to blossom you know things don't just there's not just a, a linear you know pow uh so yes i think it has positioned me uh, it's actually positioned me it looks like possibly for some on-camera hosting uh opportunities with some faith-based uh, television networks but that's definitely in the early stages yes. of that type of thing but i knew that going in that that um that i was putting it out there to really kind of open myself up uh, and, it, and it won some awards. Um, and the reason I say that is because, you know, now I'm an award-winning musician, you know. <laughs> the, you know, the, it was uh, – I Know You, the track four, was uh, chosen as one of the finalists in the Great American Song Contest. And so, you know, it's just cool little accolade. It's just something else to, you know, to position you as, as unique and that type of thing. Nice. Thanks. So now on your speaking engagements, businesses usually bring you out to speak on different topics. What are some of the topics that businesses like to do? Well, they they call it change management. That's the right. term that people people utilize. But that's the, my terminology is progress leadership. Uh, people don't want to change, and they certainly don't want to change managed uh, organizations really. And so I'm hoping them kind of turn the turn the the the, the dial um, and have a pendulum shift to see it as um, see all progress is change, but not all change is progress. Right. Right. And people say they resist change, but we wake up every day to change. We just want things to get better. Right. right. And so uh, and if it's better, then it's progress. And so the real challenge is how do you position the next rollout, the next uh, enterprise, uh, the next, you know, if you're in sales, your recommendation, your solution as progress and not change? Because it's very natural to resist what we view as change, but we embrace what we view as progress. So I help organizations position their, you know, new initiatives, rollouts as progress and not change. And that's not just semantics. That's also right. how it hits our, hits your gut. It's how it's, it's if you see a strong, if you have a strong enough internalized why. What I've always liked is if you do the same thing every day, thinking you were going to get different results, that's the definition of insanity. Right. And so you have to know that change is coming. And businesses, because that's one of the things I talk about is not surrendering your business to the evils of the world. So going out there and making the change, and I like how you re, reframe it into progress. Yep. And I think um, just by reframing it in your head, it makes you better. And then to be able to lead your company through that progress. Right. Well, I'm not saying that there isn't there isn't challenges and there's not change. Right. But you're not going to get your team to to move down things they view as change. They have to view that there's progress that they're working towards. If they see it as change, they're going to resist it. That's how we work. So we've right. got to help uh, help explain the why. Um, the best way I can explain it is the author of The Little Prince, he wrote, if you want to build a ship, 
Don't drum up people together and assign them tasks and work to collect wood, but rather teach them to long for the endless immensity of the sea. See, I can tell you to go build a ship. I can tell you to go collect wood, but that doesn't mean you're going to go collect wood. It just means you know that I'm telling you to go collect wood. Here's the new activity. Here's the change. I want you to stop what you're doing and go collect wood. doesn't mean you're going to go collect wood. If you see it as change, you're going to resist it. But if I can help you develop a longing for the endless immensity of the sea, what are you going to want to do? You're going to want to be on the sea. And then you're going to say, I don't have no way to be on the sea. I need to get a boat. I don't have nothing to build a boat with. I have to go collect wood. <laughs> so that's progress. In fact, um, when I rolled out the the concept of, um, of you know what I term as progress leadership, that hadn't even been taken, and now I've officially trademarked. I mean, it's a legal U.S. Nice. trademark. Progress leadership is my is my term, and that's really weird because I, it seems so obvious, but. People don't want change. They want progress. Are there some basic constructs or tips that you can give business owners to redirect towards progress? I can't say that there's tips. There's light bulbs and there's a methodology. And I'll take you deeper down through that if you'd like. Yeah. yeah. See, every uh, everything we do consciously or subconsciously, and I, I talk about this a lot in both the books, uh, The Big, Big Fat Goals and Progress Agent Handbook for Influence and Connection. Everything we do, consciously or subconsciously, we do because we believe the perceived consequences will be Mm -hmm. us feeling the unique right mixture to us of what I've labeled the six P's of progress. Pleasure, peace of mind, profit, prestige, pain, avoidance, and power. Again, those are pleasure, peace of mind, profit, prestige, pain, avoidance, and power. And so if you can help your team... See that this new initiative, if you can help your prospects see that your widget or your whatever Mm -hmm. is going to help them feel the unique right mixture to them of pleasure, peace of mind, profit, prestige, pain, avoidance, and power, then that's going to be something that they want to do. They have internalized those reasons. Shakespeare says strong reasons make strange, (laughs) strange, strong reasons make strong actions. But see, I can't tell you what strong reasons are. I can get to know you and share reasons with you in such a way that you see them as strong and you internalize them yourself. But I can give you reasons, Joe, all day long to do something, but it doesn't mean you're going to do it. Right. Until you've internalized those reasons for yourself, and then you'll do them. And it's going to come down to pleasure, peace of mind, profit, prestige, pain avoidance, and power. That's that's awesome. I really like that, uh, those uh, six Ps. And, and actually putting it in a framework where it's understandable. Because we as a people, um, we got to find our why. And that right mixture helps us with our why. It is your why. And and sometimes it's not just finding your why. Sometimes you have to create the why and strengthen the why. It's not just about finding it. In fact, finding it is a little bit needle in a haystack It's more like create the why, sell yourself on the why, and continually strengthen the why. Because that's why you want to do it. Yes. You want to do it because it's pleasure, peace of mind, profit, prestige, pain, avoidance, and power. And we've all been told that as leaders or business owners. If you're you know, a leader, you've got to get to know your people, right? Right. If you're in marketing, if you're in sales, you've got to get to know your prospects. Well, why do you have to get to know them? You have to get to know them so that you can share first so, so that you know what those six pieces of progress mean to them and the unique bright mixture for them and then how you share that in such a way that they see it as progress and not change. And so the, the six Ps are strong enough. That they overcome the worst P, which is procrastination. 
Well, that's not a that's that that's a that's a <laughs> the that's not a feeling. feeling. But yeah, that well, there's also reasons why you do that. Yeah. So you want usually to, pain avoidance. Yes. Right. Correct. So again, there's always pain to avoid. What's stronger? What's the stronger pain to avoid? Right. Correct. There's always there's always pain avoidance. But what is yeah. So it's important to realize that if you're procrastinating, you're also doing that for internalized reasons. There you go. Dean, we're going to take a break now. We're going to go to listen to our sponsors. I want to give our audience a great chance to hear our sponsors and to go refill that cup of coffee so we can get going again. So go listen to the sponsors. Be back in just a few minutes. and We'll continue our conversation with Dean Lindsay. saying about your company. Today's consumer looks at reviews, making decisions to use your local family business for the first time based on what someone said about their last time. Today's word of mouth is an online review. eEndorsements.com automates it all, systematically asking your customers for reviews at just the right time, even posting on popular platforms, and I love this, leave video testimonials. Amplify that word of mouth and convert more opportunities. Get started today at eEndorsements.com with two E's and no spaces. eEndorsements is proud to sponsor the Java with Joe show on OBBM with Real Business Solutions, eendorsements.com. Welcome back. I hope that cup of coffee is nice and hot. We're back here with Java with Joe on the um, OBBM network, Offbeat Business Media. We're um, here with our guest, Dean Lindsay, having a great conversation. How are you doing on change? Is your business having change? Are you progressing? Have you converted to the idea that's progress, not change? Dean, this has been great with this, this whole thing about progress, leadership, and the six Ps. Can you go over those real quick again with Absolutely. us? Absolutely. You bet. You bet. So the, the basic premise is, is and I'm, let me give you just a bit of background. I, I studied a whole lot of different people around the concept mm-hmm. of motivation. You know, that's the thing that people want to talk about, you know, the, the motivation. But really, motivation is the psychology of how we make decisions. So you don't have to go too far into motivation before you're really talking about psychology. And... um as I was studying, I got really deep into the work of a gentleman named Dr. Viktor Frankl. Have you heard of Dr. Viktor Frankl? He wrote yeah. a book that the Library of Congress considers to be one of the 10 books that made the most difference in people's lives. It's called Man's Search for Meaning. Okay. It's a kind of a big deal. In fact, Man's Search for Meaning is one of four books that I highly recommend. Number one for me is the Bible. Number two is Man's Search for Meaning. And then when people ask me what the other two books are, I remind them that I've written two books. <laughs> uh and do you know what Bible stands for, right? I know. I don't know. I'm looking forward to this. What do you got? What does Bible stand? For? Basic instructions before leaving Earth. Okay, hey, that is a good one. That is a good one. And so, uh, in reference to uh, Dr. Viktor Frankl, he wrote he, his concept, or what he rolled out, is a thing called, or he's the founder of logotherapy, meaning therapy. So it was really my my work in studying to become a diplomat in logotherapy. I'm not a diplomat in logotherapy, but I did go and take a bunch of courses, and I went to do a couple of world congresses around meaning therapy. And so I dug into how we as humans derive meaning, and that's how I got my intellectual property of the of the six P's of progress, pleasure, peace of mind, profit, prestige, pain avoidance, and power. Nice. So with those, that moves into your books. I love the I love both books. Thanks. I've um I've actually read your big fat goals. I gotta reread it again, dig in more. Tell us more about the big fat goals. Well fat fat is an acronym for pretty hot and tempting. 
And that's what we have to make our goals. For us to for us to continually commit, recommit to our goal, to this goal, we have to make it the fattest of all the options of what we could do with our time. Uh, people want to look when they don't read the book. They want to you know think about that as a goal setting book. And at first, I referred to it as a goal commitment book, but really, it's a goal conviction book. Um, have you had anybody on your show who's quoted Pat Benatar? No. Well, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> With the power of conviction, there is no sacrifice. That's Pat Benatar. With the power of conviction, there is no sacrifice. And what that really means is if we can actually develop the, the, the power of conviction towards our goals, that this is the best of all the other cool things that we could do. Because that's one of the real challenges in this society is there's a, lot of, there's a lot of interesting ways to get pleasure, peace of mind, profit, prestige, pain, avoidance, and power. If you want a little peace of mind or a little pain avoidance, and a little bit of pleasure, there's drive-through restaurant, you know, drive-throughs. There's Netflix. I mean, there's all sorts of different things you, of ways that you can get a little bit of those six P's of progress. But the power of conviction, there is no sacrifice, means is that all those other things might still be good things, but you're not not doing them, and you're feeling like you're sacrificing something because you're doing something that's even better for you long term. So what Big Fat Goals um, does, and I'm you know proud to, of all the cool things that's happened with that book. Um, has helped people gain the power of conviction towards their towards their goals, so that they say commit. It's because it's conviction that leads to commitment, mm-hmm. and commitment that leads to action. So what I try to do is very human, and it really kind of humanize. I'm I, I, because people want to always talk about the actions you need to take. Well, why don't we take them? It's because we're not committed, and then people know that too. And so, really, there's a sales job that needs to happen. This is a sales book. Yeah, an internal sales job. Exactly. This is a sales book on you selling you, making your goal the fattest of all the options. Yes. So, because there's still cheesecake, cheesecake is still going to be there, right? There's still all these other things that you could do that you still like. And you don't forget about those things. They're still there. Now, I'm not sure who said it. I'm, I don't know who said it, but it's one of the things that I studied or, or I heard when I was putting that book together was that only thing that creates movement is strong resolve or disgust. I think it was Jim Rohn. I don't think I'm paraphrasing. But strong resolve and mm-hmm. and disgust, disgust creates that strong resolve because you don't want to feel that disgust, i.e. pain. If you were disgusted with yourself, you feel pain. Yes. You want to avoid that pain, which helps you gain the strong resolve, right? right. So it all comes back to, to, to that. Anyway, that's what Big Fat Goals, just to throw a little bit of the cool stuff that's happened with the book, besides the cool endorsement that the book got on, you know, has on it. We had we got an official letter of recommendation from the president of Florida PTA saying basically a quote that she believed that every uh, it's, that the big fat goal should be in the hands of every middle school and high school student. And then at the end of last year, it won uh, Business Class News Editor's Choice Book of the Year. So that's some neat stuff about that book. And since reading your book, I've 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 kind of I've heard it and kind of put it in play. You write your goals, then you have to decide: Are these goals normal goals? Or are you going to move them to uh, extraordinary goals? So, so that way, if you have a normal goal, where I'm getting at here, if you have a normal goal, you're going to get normal results. If you want extraordinary results, you got to strive for an extraordinary goal and and take it beyond where you're at so you can have that success. 
And that's something I've internalized. You turned what you took and, away from it. That's yeah. good. Yeah, that's good. Well, I'm glad you added that kind of to it because I didn't try to put any kind of a rah rah on top of it because I don't I don't necessarily think that I think one of the challenge with goals. One reason maybe you know people might be shied away from from reading a book on goals is that a lot of books are trying to tell you that you have to go make something you know big, lofty, crazy, make something that you. you know, I think there's a lot of pressure. How about just be happy? You know, I don't know. I'm not, no, a lot of times I think we just do well when we just try to rattle, you know, we kind of rant, you know, kind of wrangle in all this stuff we already got on our plate before we go out and try to, you know, get all feel all crappy about ourselves because we don't have big, hairy, audacious goals. This is not a book on big, hairy, audacious goals. This is not a book on that you've right. got to go and make something yourself. You don't have anything. You just have to live your very best life. I don't know what that is. And I don't know if you're already achieving your goals or not. Everybody might be. It's not on me. Right. This book just lays out the psychology of how we make decisions. Great. And how did how did that bring forth the progress agent handbook? Did that did they work in tandem? They do go work in tandem, but they're almost a little bit backwards. Um, The the progress agent handbook for influence and connection is really kind of everything else around still with the six P's that would go into taking those six P's and then realizing that it's exactly the same thing that's going to propel somebody towards you towards working with you. For you to have influence and connection, you're still going to come back to those six P's of progress and how you um, communicate the actions that you want others to take in such a way that they see it as something they want to do. Dale Carnegie says the only way to make somebody do something, the only way to get somebody to do something is to make them want to do it. And basically the way to make somebody want to do it, he's basically saying exactly what I'm saying. The way to make somebody do it is for them to see the benefits of doing it. And the benefits come back down to the six P's of progress. Okay. So now with influence and connection, are there some things in there that we can drive towards businesses to push to maybe increase sales? Absolutely. Especially in the connection part. What I did in this, in this book is it's really two, two books in one. Uh, the first half is chapters and different thoughts around uh, influence. And the second half is on uh, connection. And in the connection, I lay out the four steps to building priceless business relationships, the code, the connection code. Um, I'm not sure how much more time we have, but I'd be happy to share that with you right now. Yeah, go ahead. So the, 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 they fit the word code, C-O-D-E. Uh-huh. The C is create strong, per, strong um, belief in self and services. The O is open face-to-face relationships. The D is deliver solid first impressions. And the E is earn trust. But they really are in that order. You can't, they're, not, they're steps. They're not, these aren't the four things to do. They're in order. The first thing you have to do is really believe in yourself and your services. And when I say that, I don't mean I just believe in myself. You have to believe that what you offer is progress to the other person if you get to share it with them in such a way that they like for them to be shared with, right? Right. So the first first thing is you get to know somebody so that you can share your ideas in such a way that they see it as progress and not change. But you have to believe you have a win on your side. We've all talked about win-wins, everybody, every win-win. But you're not going to create a win-win, and you shouldn't ever create a win-win, and you shouldn't go try to create a win-win unless you believe on your side that you already have your win to offer. Right. Right. So you have to be progress. You have to believe in yourself and your services. And once you do that, then opening face to face relationships, delivering solid first impressions and earning trust. And there's obviously I mean, I do big workshops on all that. So I could I could dig way into all that stuff. But that's basically that's basically how opportunities come. You know, okay. if you think back to how most of your business, you know, came about. 
Most of us came through the relationships that we have. You're not going to get a referral, right? Right. Yeah. Unless Networking you, is the key to growing business. You're not going to get a referral unless you tap into somebody else's network. Right. Right. Wouldn't it really suck to do the very best job of your life for somebody who doesn't know anybody? <laughs> yes. That's a pretty good business model. Do, do good work for people who know people. Right? And every person knows at least a thousand people. Well, here's the, that's an interesting statement. It's not who they know, and it's not who knows them. It's who, it's who views them as progress. See, we, we all know people that we'd be like, you know, have you, have you ever met somebody who would deliver a better impression on you if you'd never met them? No. You know, oh, yeah, you didn't hear what I said. Uh, have, a- have, you ever, have you ever met somebody who would have delivered a better impression on you if you had never met them? People that are just, you know them, but you wouldn't right. trust them. You wouldn't do business with them. Right. So it's not about knowing somebody. It's about trusting. And think about that. What do we trust? When we trust somebody, we trust that they can be progress. See, my definition of trust is the promise of progress. But we trust people, organizations, and things that we believe are going to be progress and not change. So, Dean, uh, we're wrapping it up here at the end. And I just want to, how can people get in touch with Dean? Uh, do you have a phone number and so, I do social media. I do website. I do. <laughs> uh, I'll give my phone number even. Sure. Uh, so the, the business line, two, one, four, four, five, seven, five, six, five, six. In fact, if any, uh, I will uh, throw out a, a copy of the book, a PDF of some, you know, if you next to uh, like say five people that uh, uh, give me a call, I will shoot them a, a PDF a copy of either one of those books. Um, also uh, uh, com, And that's D E A N L I N D S A Y. Dot com and then I'm an open networker on LinkedIn. So if anybody wants to link in to me, um, uh, they can do that. And then I'm I'm active on uh, Facebook, but it's pretty easy to find me D E A N L I N D S A Y. And then just to circle back around, you don't have to reach out to me at all to check out my music. It's on Spotify. Again, that's L I N D S A Y. Dean <laughs> Lindsay. Well, thank you, Dean. This has been a great conversation today. Thank you, Joe. Thanks for having me on. And Java with Joe, and you know. I think you can, our audience can take a lot away from what you're saying. And here at the trade group, this has been a great set. This is a neat place to do it. I was, um, I was it felt very comfortable for me that because uh, since I'm here quite a bit, but it's a really trippy place. I hope people come check it out. I mean, there's great uh, lots of stuff in here. I just it's like sensory overload. Yeah, well, that's the thing. This stuff, this is like showing you all the different cool stuff that they could do. But then yes. one of these cool things goes and is the hit of some, you know, big trade show. Right. Any of these would be the highlight of any world class trade show. Thank you again for being on and catch uh, further episodes of Java with Joe on the Offbeat Business Media, and also get the Offbeat Business Media app so we can stay on top of all our great episodes. Thank you again and Java with Joe. You've been listening to Java with Joe, highly caffeinated marketing perspective with host Joe Chandler. To be a guest or advertise your business on Java with Joe, contact 972-754-8994. Java with Joe is produced by Offbeat Business Media for the OBBM Network and Affiliates and is available at offbeatbusinessmedia.com. Listen to Java with Joe each Thursday on the 9s on OBBM Radio and OBBM Network Podcast. Also available on Google Play, iTunes, and your Offbeat Business app. Contact 972-754-8994 for guest and sponsor information today. Wouldn't it be great to skip mistakes that cost you time, frustration, and not throw money away? My name is Donna Merrill, founder of Business Untangled and the creator of the Making Life Less Taxing program. 
I find over 75% of business owners are making basic mistakes that cost them thousands and even tens of thousands of dollars every year, and they don't even realize it. With the Making Life Less Taxing program, you can avoid many of those initial mistakes business owners typically make. I'm excited to share the Making Life Less Taxing program so you can learn everything you absolutely need to know to make your business run smoother and life less taxing, giving you less stress and leaving more money in your pocket. Go now to businessuntangled.com or call us at 469-458-0447 to grab your spot in the Making Life Less Taxing program. There are only 50 of these coveted spots available and they are going quickly. So go now to businessuntangled.com and you can start enjoying the benefits of a profitable business today. You do your best to communicate how your company solves a specific problem, right? But it's easy to overlook the way your company sounds and the impression that leaves. I'm Melanie Murphy, a professional voice actor, and I'm ready to help your message stand out through a radio ad, a video on your website, or phone messaging for your company. Contact me today at MelanieMurphyVO.com to discuss your voiceover needs. That's MelanieMurphyVO.com. Mention this ad for an offbeat business show discount.